0: Hey friends, if you know me, you likely know that I have a sweet spot in my heart for veterans. My father has a purple heart and the scars to show for it. Just recently, I learned that a common side effect of PTSD is hoarding. And those of us with aging parents have seen how quickly a lifetime of memories and keepsakes gets stacked in boxes and closets, causing more and more clutter and stress over time. My friends at Floor to Ceiling Home Healing are helping hundreds of folks, veterans included, in residential and commercial settings with decluttering, packing, organizing, itemized liquidations, and even biohazard and hoarding cleanup. They are offering a 20% off discount to our listeners here at Shockin' Y'all. So you can learn more by calling 424-272-8892 or visit their website www.fchSPaces.com You can also text Nicole20, your full name, your phone number, and email to that same phone number, 424-272-8892. You'll receive a 20% off discount just because you're a shocking y'all listener. My friends, we are not meant to do it all alone. The team at FCHH is here to help. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Shock and Y'all, a podcast about our mental and physical fitness, spirituality, and your big, bold life. I'm your host, Nicole Shaka, and I am so grateful you're here. I train bodies for a living, but I'm even more interested in harnessing the mind and elevating your spirit. Every week I'm speaking with exceptional humans for experts in their field, or folks who genuinely have a unique and valuable insight we can all benefit from. So get cozy or lace up your shoes, or keep your eyes on the road, and let's drop right in. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Shockin' Y'all. We are talking with Sharon Land. This episode is so special, and let me tell you, it is heavy. It is not for the faint of heart. It is dense. Get your pencils. Get your notebooks. I guess it's not 1985 anymore. People take notes in their phone. You can do that. We are talking about your soul's purpose versus your soul's path. We talk about transcending suffering and suffering as part of our existence. We talk about mastering yourself and the stories we create about our own pain. And so, so, so much more. This is a really juicy one. And don't worry, there's a part two. We explain that in there as well. Oh, I'll just get right to it. I hope you enjoy. Let's dive right in. Hello. Welcome to shock and y'all. I am Nicole Shaka, your host. I am here with Sharon Jean land. Okay. This is technically episode two, but I always say that. And then I don't know what order it's going to go in. So it could be two. It could be 24. We're not sure that rhymed. I am so excited to have my dear friend Sharon here. And I want to just read a little bit about her. Sharon land is an enigma. I've gotten to know Sharon intimately over the course of the last two years. And without being too dramatic, I can't imagine my life without her. Not only do I deeply respect and value her insight, her intuition, her expertise, and her knowledge, she exudes the warmth and kindness of real goddess energy. Sharon is a force of nature. When you're in her presence, you feel it. She has a way about her that commands your attention, but sparks your deepest desire for healing. Talk about a woman living in her purpose. She is a holistic psychotherapist, a healer, speaker, author of The Healer's Journey, and mother of two. Her work inspires your greatest potential and alters lives. And trust me, I would know.
1: Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Nicole. Oh, share (laughs) it. Okay, if you can't see us right now, I am I'm literally crying. Oh, like that shoot. Was are you? Oh so sweet. Oh, thank you. no, in all of the best of ways. Thank you oh, so much. God. You know what? It's so nice to feel the medicine of being seen, isn't it? Oh, you would start
0: with that. I have full body chills. <laughs> dang it, Sharon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's it's what I want for everybody. Yeah, I feel like 2024, are we stepping into this? If we're going to do it, like, let's do it, do it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to begin with you because I do need to let everyone know that you're part of the Elephant Parade. I previously, on a previous episode with Jamie McFadden, explained that there's this inner circle that I have called the Elephant Parade, and you are one of the four golden girls. (laughs) (laughs) Youthful. youthful golden girls. So I am in concert with you in discussion with you every day. And I see you shine and you are there to support me. You are there to support the other ladies. And I'm so thankful for that. So um, to have you here and just to prop you up and get to share time with you, I I'm so excited.
1: It's so good. It's one of my favorite things to do is just to kind of chat. Yeah, man. Chat all the things that we're like passionate about, right? Yes. And yeah,
0: I asked Sharon, cause Sharon, Sharon knows uh, so much about so much. And I said, how are we going to weed this down? And so I want to start with number one, because I actually wrote it in your thing. I wrote it in your little breakdown, but I want to know the difference between a soul's purpose and a soul's path. And I mentioned that, what did I say? Talk about a woman living in her purpose, but did I get that right? I feel like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you exude that you are comfortable. You are At your highest potential, I feel like you live there, you breathe it in, you exude it. Am Mm. I wrong?
1: What's the difference between the soul purpose and the soul path? Yeah. So, the first thing I'll say is that you can live both simultaneously, right? So, you don't have to choose either or. Good. Right. But the path is the journey to self. Right, And so you could, and there are many people, I'm sure your listeners right now, as I'm saying these words, can think of someone in their life who they've known who had a greater purpose and never chose to honor it, but was on the path and would give an opportunity all of the time Mm -hmm. to be able to go deeper into their sense of self and beingness, but were too afraid.
0: My hand went up. Yeah. I can think of a handful of people.
1: Same, same, right? And this is how I've been able to really differentiate the two because I've lived it myself. I was disconnected really from the depths of who I truly was because I was allowing the world. I was allowing the grooming of, you know, structures. I was allowing myself to survive the circumstances that I was surrounded with in order to take a path of least resistance, of less pain, of less fear, of validation, of acknowledgement, of ringing the bell, right? Crossing the finish line, getting the, you know, the job or whatever it is. And I'm not saying that one can't be simultaneously and synchronistically together, but many times we're way off of our soul's purpose. Do you feel, if that's the case, isn't there sort of
0: some kind of energetic grind? Like you don't feel yeah. right within. W- wouldn't Correct. there be a marker for that? Yes,
1: yeah. right. So I'm going to talk about a lot of things that I'm sure everybody who's listening right now, right, has heard or seen at one point. Right. So alignment, right, yeah. conflict, disease, illness. But how do we differentiate one versus the other? And part of what I do in my work in my sole purpose work, right? Is I help people to become their highest and best self and healthiest and most optimized healthy self. And usually when they come to me, they have some sort of mystery something Mm. that modern science can't figure out. And I really truly believe that we can heal any and all things and transcend any and all things. It just depends on how much you're willing to kind of face. So for me, my journey was very much out of alignment with who I truly was. In my mind, it was part of the ground ball that the universe was giving me to be like, step up, step into your power, move forward, speak your truth, right? And it's just by divine design sometimes that we're really placed in a position of oppression, Mm -hmm. right? Where, you know, we started off the call today with, isn't it so great to be seen I literally lived in a family system where I couldn't be seen. And part of my karma is that I can't always see myself, right? Because there's distortion that was part of the lens that I believe we all have a lens, right? We all kind of have a lens that we see ourselves through and the world through. And it's a metaphysical lens. It's not, it's not the lens of our eyeball. It's the metaphysical lens that is connected to the great all. Right. So when we have this kind of grooming and upbringing and, and part of the story that we're told is that you're not seen, what do you do? You do things to be seen, right? You do something so that you can somehow be accepted and received by the people who you so desperately want to be loved by, want to be cared for. We all have these basic needs, right? And, you know, that kind of takes us into like nervous system and all of that other stuff. Right. So for me, the journey of the soul path is deconstructing what isn't yours so that you could really, truly see clearly through the lens that is your very unique lens of the universe. And part of my gifts in my life is that I was born with like the ability to like everything was like full on loud, full spectrum. I've been a healer for many, many different lifetimes. So yes. God, the universe source, they were just like, let's go. Like, all right.
0: <laughs> Layer it on. She Layered knows what she's on. doing.
1: And so I didn't realize that that wasn't the case for everyone. Right. Mm. I just, everybody had this experience. And so it's this interesting timing of, in this interesting journey of understanding what's yours, what's not yours. So my sole purpose really had a lot to do in my own journey, right? What my own, what's the right word that I'm trying to say? I have like five different downloads coming right now. So like my sole purpose was buried underneath a lot of the things that I needed to go through so that I could really be strong. So that when I was in my true purpose, living a hundred percent that I a hundred percent always would choose the connection between myself and God myself and the universe over the attachment of the human condition. Right. I experienced so many different things in my soul path. Right. And some of the things that I experienced, I didn't need to,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but it was all perfect in its design. Right. Right, So, we're all on a journey and you and I like at the perfect time got to intersect our journeys together. Right. Like the timing of all of that was just incredible, but I live in my purpose every day because that's where truth and wisdom and love live. Yeah. Anything that is not that is suffering
0: Yeah. So that is exactly what I was going to say is Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when you do live there, there's a, an energetic ease, not to say it's life is perfect and easy. And not to say that you're not facing, you know, new battles every single day that are hopefully elevating you toward your highest good, but there's a level of comfort in that because it's, Mm -hmm. it's right. It's where you need to be. You're not, you're not in the resistance. You're not pushing against it. You're not blocking your own good.
1: It's, it feels Right. I want to ask you and, you know, collectively the audience right now, do you really think it's going to work out for you? I do. Yeah.
0: I am. What did I answer too quickly?
1: No, but I want like you did, obviously no, but, but I want you to ask that question, right? Because that helps to guide you. Mm. I love that. Right, I love that. Spending your energy on—Are you spending your energy on the things that you're fearful that aren't going to work out, or are you going to surrender and say, like, I know that everything is going to work out? Oh yeah, everything's going to work out. So that pain that you feel, like for instance, for me, like relationships, right? So like, (laughs) we we can totally get the dirt in that. Hey, but it is part in part in the healer's journey, right? That it's not easy. I'm not here to say that it's easy, right? But you find the ease in the journey and in the transitions. Yeah. Because you always can be rooted in the belief that it is working out for you. Right. And you don't get to be attached. I've had connections that it takes them a long time to really see me right? Mm-hmm. Because they have their own preconceived notion of, you know, like girl from New Jersey, blah, 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 whatever, whatever it is, right. That they see and whatever it is that they want to see and that mm-hmm. they need me to be, to help, to make things easy for them. Right? right. So there's suffering in that. And I see it immediately and I automatically start speaking my truth. I'm like, Hey, you know, da da da. da. I'm not attached to this thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So easy example when you were coming out with your podcast i'm like so happy for you about your podcast but i wasn't attached to being a guest on your podcast because you're on your journey yeah and i love and support you in you shining your unique light right and if me being part of your podcast is part of that light oh my god it's bliss i'm so blessed right but if it's not i send you my blessings yeah and i support you 100% right so that's how you can show up in your life in ease. And honestly, if you look at the universe and the multiverse, really, mm-hmm. if you look at that, it is way too complex and way too simple at the same time to be attached to you deciding you're going to wear your red pants today, right? Or... <laughs> Whether or not you're going to like go on a second date with that guy or whatever it is, the universe is really such an intricately scientifically, mathematically, beautifully orchestrated symphony of multiple things going on all at the same time. And it wants you to revel in the joy of it. Yeah. It's the
0: chaos and order concept, right? Like it's both and. It's both. And when I, the first time I read that about chaos and order, I was like so disturbed because I, in my mind, I just assumed it was one or the other. And that might be a religious upbringing or just sure. limited thinking. I think things have really shift for me. They've really shifted for me the last four years, but specifically the last four months. And I've never been able to hold those two concepts the way that I am now after Matt's passing really Chaos and order at the same time? How? But they all they need one another. Gosh, I wish I could remember this book I read one time that broke it down and it was so profound but didn't even resonate then the way it resonates now. I like to think that, and this is maybe a little optimistic, but I like to think that we're all moving there because I feel this ascension happening. I feel at least the people I'm surrounded with growing and expanding. And the more I bring that into my circle, the more I breathe it in and accept it, just more excited I get about things, the potential of things, my things, but other people's as well, like what could be.
1: Yeah. It's already written. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I'm not here to go And save the day for anyone. Yeah. But part of what is on my heart and deeply, deeply, deeply in my soul, as you know me, right? You know that like I seek out people who are very different, but not because they're trying to be different, but literally culturally different, right? Spiritually different. I'm not there to help them with their suffering, but at the same time, I'm there to be curious about what their existence is. Yeah. And I do believe that we need to surround ourselves with people who really can see us and support us and love us, right? But what's the difference between the love that you and I share and the potential love of you and someone else who's living on another side of the globe, right? And and isn't that really the message right now? We can't live in such a bubble that we can't kind of acknowledge the fact that there is a lot of division, Yeah. right? So how do you solve division? right? How do you solve division? You can't solve division by going out and learning other people's lessons for them, but you Mm. can help to solve division by breaking down all of the barriers that are inside of you that are divisive. And one of those things is like, there is no villain. There's no bad guy ever, ever.
0: Sharon, mic drop. (gasps) God,
1: you're, Keep going. (laughs) And so, like, when we live with the idea and the concept that we have to protect ourselves, Mm. we're living that we do believe that there is some sort of bad guy, right? But really, what we're being tasked to evolve into, right, in this connection, this collective consciousness, is that different isn't bad suffering isn't a representation of evil Mm -hmm. nor is it a representation of being a hero or a heroine yeah it just is part of our existence and there is a flow that the universe lives within and it breathes in and out every single day we want to be in the flow of the universe and that is where the ease comes in it's not easy but that is where the ease comes in is being in the flow of the universe and so for me i am given the ability to see and have visions right and so i can see when, and it's not about flow. And I know that, you know, so people hear that we're talking about buzzwords, right? Like alignment, flow, blah, blah, ease. So I'm breaking it down to a deeper meaning so that we can actually tangibly go out into the world and seek that, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, flow is not creating a life where you can like lay on a hammock all day long for being a woman, right? So there's this, we always and in our humanness, we always tend to overcompensate, right? So it's kind of like if you have a cut and they say that it's important to put like antibiotic cream that you go out and you get like a five gallon bucket of antibiotic cream and you like immerse your hand in it and you walk around with your hand in the five gallon bucket, right? Like, because that's weird. Like, no, that's not the point. So to live in the flow means that we get to sometimes have to assert ourselves. We actually have to resist- the current a little bit. So we don't get carried away. Sometimes the flow of the universe is turbulent, right? Sometimes the flow of the universe is is quiet, depends on where you are in your own timestamp that you're existing in, where you're present in, in that moment, right? So many of us in spiritual communities try and create this image of what our lives are supposed to be like, and it's pain-free. Right. And so for me, my, what I'm rooted in, right. I'm not even going to say my belief because it's like not even a belief. Like it's just a knowing what, what I'm rooted in is the fact that we are here for any and all things. And so sometimes it can really seem like I'm cold.
0: Mm.
1: Right. Because I'm not looking to take away somebody's pain when they're hurting. Yeah. Oh my God. Right.
0: I wonder how many people that just, (laughs) that just landed upon (laughs) just that one
1: statement, right? Yeah. But really it's about having the complete belief and trust, complete belief and trust that everything I get to see you on this part of your journey. And I hope that you and I get to journey on forever and ever and ever, right? That's my hope. That's my prayer. That's all of the things. But right now where we are is that I get to witness you in all of the things and you get to witness me in all of the things, right? So (laughs) some are a little more quirky than others, but it's not about taking away your pain. I mean, you spoke about Matt's passing, right? And a lot of people come in and descend upon us when something like that happens because they want to take away your pain. What that energetically says, is that they don't trust that you can handle your pain or that your pain that you're experiencing isn't something that can help you.
0: Wow. That that reminds me, and I think I shared this with you probably at the time, but the therapist that I had seen for those few sessions, like immediately after it happened, mentioned grief groupies. He's like, just have yeah. your eyes open for grief groupies. And I said, the hell are you talking about, sir? But then the minute he defined it, he was like, folks that either are, I don't want to say vampiring this from you, or they can't feel it in themselves. And when they have an opportunity for it to be mirrored, Mm -hmm. they go all in and it's just be, and I said, oh my God, first of all, never heard the concept. But second of all, I could identify right off the bat. I was like, oh, oh wow.
1: Yeah. And I remember, I remember having that discussion with you like that first weekend when I went out to college, right. And I said, just be mindful of the and it's it's human nature, right? It doesn't know. There's no bad person out there doing right. this, right? Again, we're not a victim, there's no, no way. bad guy, but just be mindful of the energetic frequency of how people are coming in because there is so from a clinical term, it's traumatic bonding. And mm-hmm. many of us, the only way that we know how to form relationships is when there's trauma because our experience has been traumatic in wow. relationships. And usually in our most important and primary relationships. So we continue to seek out, I call them first chasers, right? Like, and so it's like grief groupies, the same kind of thing, right? Where like people sometimes find their own value and worth in going in and taking away somebody else's pain, right? Mm. And going in and trying to help to be the hero. So kind of diving deeper into that whole villain thing. So we're never in alignment with our truth when we are trying to be the hero the villain or the victim or projecting that on anyone else. Wow. Right. Yeah. No one, you know, Mel Robbins says this and she's not the first person who said it, but like no one's coming to save you. Right. But what is the deeper meaning of that? So I love it. So I take all these buzzwords and I, I seek the deeper meaning and the deeper meaning is that is you are the gift. And we talked about signs, right? Yes, yes. Yes. So first of all, I believe we are all the gift. I believe that I'm a gift. I believe that you are a gift. I a hundred percent feel that you are a gift. Like if, there's no question and, and every single person that exists in this world is a gift and beyond this world. Right. And so that being said, we have to be mindful about the energetic frequency and the communication that we have with the universe and the multiverse when we are seeking outside of ourselves for validation of our own existence and of our own pain, right? right? Now there's not to say that there isn't, I'm a therapist, I'm a healer, right? So like part of what my sole purpose is is to help to witness people in their pain and create a safe container for them, right? So that they can master themselves. So the thing is, is that we have to be very mindful of the energetic frequency, though, of how we're exchanging, and the meaning that we're creating behind our own pain and other people's pain. So many times, I notice that, like, when something bad happens, people kind of come forward in that in their own pain. Yeah, and that's the last thing that you need. When you're in your own pain, you don't want somebody to come in. So the trauma and the traumatic bonding is coming from people not truly understanding that there is a higher and best and greatest good. Mm. We talk about this all the time, but we really don't live in it. Right. And so we, we go as fast as our slowest moving parts in this journey when it comes to that. Right. So sometimes it's like instantaneous. I'm like, got it, right? And then other times it takes it takes a bit, takes a minute yeah. to have that understanding, right? But we're all links in the chain as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And some of us, our jobs maybe require more effort or more metaphysical muscle, more practice, more daily practice and others, not as much. Yeah. But measuring the ease in someone's circumstances is not how we measure their frequency. Yeah. We measure how the ease in their ability to understand the deeper and highest meaning of every single thing in their life. So the signs, right? I understand. Sometimes we just need a sign. Yeah. Sometimes we just need a sign.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, we all do. Mm-hmm. We're all here for connection and understanding that connection beyond this human tangible form is part of what our experience here as human beings are. We have right. to, Right. have to understand that. Right. But We are the sign. You are the sign. Your heart, your thoughts, your movement, your grief, all of that is the sign of the deepest, greatest, most beautiful exhibition of the soul. Mm. And the soul and the mind transcend physical form.
0: I just have to stop you right there because... And you already know this, but to share with other people, prior to Matt's passing, I believed in all of this. Matt, this was a substantial part of our relationship was the metaphysical, yeah. discussing all this quantum entanglement, near-death experience. We we loved it. We lived off of it. It was literally like a, a meal for us. After he passed, I hear him in my mind, a clear audience, right? But also... It's like his consciousness has merged with mine in a sense. I have not lost him. I feel Mm -hmm. he's living rent-free up here. It's great. No, it's great. It's great. I'm kidding. But it's, I don't have words for it. I haven't been able to even express it really that well because I'm still familiarizing myself with it. But when I talk to him, I hear an immediate response. It's not my voice. It's very clearly him. And I also just feel, I feel he's embodied in me. It's almost like he's become oxygen in a way. And it's its beautiful. I didn't even know it was possible. And I right. feel so grateful for it. It yeah. changes my everyday experience. It changes, it changes everything. My life is better for it.
1: Right. And that's not to say that the journey towards that beingness of that wasn't hard oh it's the hardest like you said you refer to as the hardest four months of your life for sure you are the gift your beingness and your embodying this is the gift yeah we're all here on our soul journey and this is part of your soul journey and we've talked about this you and i i told you this i was like okay I asked the universe, I'm like, so how, so how much of this should I share? Right. Ah! And, so, and in, in the moment it was like very raw. Right. Oh yeah. I, said to you, I was like, I see a beautiful, great rising for you in your purpose, in your like true purpose. I mean, God, if we logically look at You where you are right now in your journey and you're starting a podcast and all this stuff, you know, somebody might say, She should be grieving, she should be going to you know, blah, outpatient therapy and whatever, right? Or somebody else might be like, live your life and you know, now you're free, and whatever, like, but it's how you uniquely move through all of this that is the beauty and the gift. Yeah. But you are the sign. You are the living, breathing sign of consciousness of quantum entanglement of this beautiful metaphysical existence that we have the stars that we can see under your skin are shining right like because that. because you have stepped into it fully
0: there i think i shared this with you too in the beginning immediately after he passed it just felt like his hand was on my back yeah all the time pushing me and i'd just be like oh my god could you but at the same time there was a sense of confidence there was a sense of i knew it was going to be okay that i knew that this had to happen like as absurd as it was still is to think that he's not here. I mean, even like Bo and I will be in a conversation. My son and I will be in the conversation. I'll just be like, I can't believe he's dead. Yeah. He's like, I know. Yeah. It just, it still doesn't feel real, but it, in the same breath, life is forever improved because we had that time. Because he was in it. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it's even crazier to put into words because I feel like it, if I could just transfer the way it feels into you, I mean, I know not maybe you, but someone who's having a hard time wrapping their head around it, I'd be like, just feel this for a second. Just feel this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like living in a hologram, right? Like you can yes. really just create it, but you know. I'm just taking a pause here to really make sure that I'm going to say this right. It's the things that are without words that are sometimes the most meaningful. Yes. We're so, and I'm I'm guilty of probably not packaging things up so it's easily digestible. We'll just put it that way, right? Maybe that's why we're friends. Right. I could give to, you know what? (laughs) But I do, I do, because it's like, right? because So I'm always looking to be a better human being. But, you know, when years ago, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something like that, my tagline was helping you heal from things that can't be expressed with words. Mm. If you think you know what it is, then you're off base, right? The whole idea is that, right now, where we are in this time, in this age, right? We've learned how to survive circumstances and we had to do it alone. Right. But now we're really learning how to take all of our wisdom and connect. Yeah. And our nervous systems are the spiritual evidence of that. Oh, I like that. Of that spiritual truth. If we look at our spine and all of every single vertebrae in the spine, yeah. and you want to go have, off, Sharon, go off, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> you and I haven't done this particular healing, but like from the base of your brain, right? All in every single aspect of the spine and then the nervous system and the energy and all that, every, the, the spine represents life. Yes. Right. But what is life? don't know. Life is the existence of beingness. I like that answer. Right. And so when I work on people, I focus on their brain and their spine. This is one of the reasons why, you know, cognitive rewiring and all of this other stuff, which by the way I do, but like, that's why it's, it's so hot. It's a hot topic. Mm -hmm. Right. But part of the reason why is because the spine is the mind of life.
0: Ooh, wait, but what did, what was the healing? Remember after Matt passed and you worked yeah. on me? Yeah. You did something with my spine and I, oh, I don't have words for it again. Wow. This is a great podcast where I have no words for anything.
1: <laughs> we're just going to sit here in silence and let everybody, we're just going to stare at each other and
0: hopefully you guys get it. Uh, whatever you did in that, I would cry. I would pulsate. My body would go like Vroom on the inside, that was transformative.
1: Yeah. So what I did was I worked on the physical plane,
0: yeah,
1: the spiritual plane, mm. causal plane, right? So the interconnectedness of any and all, and then your own spiritual soul,
0: mm.
1: right? And the mind of every single lifetime that you've experienced. So the things that, and that's between you and the universe and God, right? Like, that's not me going in and being like, okay, so I'm going to tinker on L4, right? Like, it's not that it's, it's really like, I just become the instrument and I'm very well practiced in it. And, And so like, I just become the instrument and say, just work through me. And when you love someone, the more you love someone, the harder it is to be neutral because of that love, you can also be an an incredible vessel. That's again, that duality of understanding the difference and the nuances of the difference of like being the instrument and living in ease in the flow of the universe and your soul path and your soul journey versus trying to take away somebody's pain. Yeah. If you think you know, then you don't know. You don't know. In your spine exists every single experience of your soul's journey. Wow. So from this lifetime, past lifetimes, right? And anything that hasn't been repaired, healed, metabolized, brought to the frequency of the flow of the universe is going to exist in some sort of a conflict, Mm. right? And that conflict, because the spine is life, the conflict is going to show up somewhere in our physical vessel. Yes. So when we work on the spine and working on the energetics of the spine, we're working on helping to release trauma. I call it like the best husband's therapy. And I hate to like stereotype, but like many don't like to talk, right? Talking and feelings, they don't necessarily come natural to the masculine, right? So it's just part of divine design. And so when you work on the physical plane, you're actually helping to put the spine and the brain at rest. And the only time that you can really truly heal and create that embodiment, right, that we're all running around, chasing, going to Bali for it, it can only be achieved when we're able to put our mind and our spine to rest so that it can metabolize and repair and reset, right? So every night we sleep, we don't rest, we repair. Not always, how many times do people wake up? And I'm sure people in the community are going to say this. Oh, yeah. like, how many times do they wake up feeling exhausted, groggy, take two hours to wake up, blah, blah, blah. They're not repairing because they're not in alignment. Right? So on the physical level, we have evidence of something on a much deeper level. Right? So kind of going back to the question that you asked me like an hour ago, when we have conflict, we have conflict and it can exist in the physical, it can exist in the spiritual, and it can exist In the collective. Yeah. So for me, many times I have to ask my guides, I have to ask the universe, like, is this mine? Mm. Right? Right. Because like I was just talking to a friend earlier today, we were working out and I like had the shakies right. And I'm like, wow, the energy is like really potent right now. it's a so we're just transcending a full moon. It was actually a very powerful full moon where it was like eleven, 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 right? So it was like one eleven. Plus, if you do reduce the numbers, it was like 11111, right? So oh there was a lot of, and it was, so it was a powerful portal. We're still living in it for the next three days, right? So, like, I am like a lightning rod when it comes to collective energy, but I have come to live at peace with it because before I used to suffer at migraines, autoimmune illnesses, you name it, stroke, lots of things, right? So, I had to really learn how to live as the vessel, right? And to live within my own soul purpose. And as I walk my path to be that calm, safe, neutral, right, that we need to be. So that misalignment, you can't ignore it. Mm -mm. That conflict between the head and the heart, the body and the mind, right? And I actually wanna say the body and the brain because our mind knows all. Because when we tap into the mind, the true mind, there is very little difference between our mind and the mind of the great all. I like that. Right. But our brain and our body, they live in conflict all of the time. Oh yeah. Because we have the logic, the shoulda, the coulda, the woulda, the things that we're supposed to like, you know, oh, but everybody's going this way. So I have to figure out how I can package myself and go that way, the treadmill of life, like whatever. We're all dealing with that on some level. So that conflict, that lack of coherence, it shows up, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's going to show up in spiritual disconnection. Uh It's going to show up in mental health issues. It's going to show up in physical health issues. It's going to show up in whatever. And when we look at the divine design of the nervous system, and we look at the divine design of the utopic, environment that we're meant to live in or that optimal health that we're here to try and rise to it is being in coherence and harmony with all so when we aren't we can fake it and we can pretend that we are but we know that you're not. I just had a conversation with somebody earlier today where they're like, how did you know? Da, 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 da. And there was somebody who I've only known for a couple of weeks. And I would just kind of have this conversation with them, not like pointing anything major out, but just kind of like holding my own standards and boundaries with right. what I was willing to engage in, right? Because things weren't in alignment. They mm-hmm. couldn't understand that. People who sometimes like are introducing understanding of alignment, they're like, mm, it feels good. So I'm going to do it. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So, but is it really, truly in alignment? Cause we're not here to seek pleasure. Yeah. We're here to live in alignment. So this lack of coherence turns into dis-ease. Dis-ease. That? It shows up. And then that dis-ease turns into disease and then illness. Right. Yeah. So, and then Western society has great ways of being able to help to treat this illness, or disease, which is if we're talking about a tree, right? The tree of life, right, As a representation of these things. If we're treating the leaf that's brown, right, and like spending a lot of time on the leaf, oh yeah, right, trying to create color, leaf. yep, right, yep. get that leaf, slap mm-hmm. the color on it, I'm oh yeah, make that leaf green, make it green, right? It's gonna grow another leaf somewhere else, or then all of a sudden a branch is gonna grow a little wonky, yep. right, and we chase. And we chase and we chase and we chase. So the metaphor is we chase illnesses. We chase disease. We chase symptoms. We chase relationships. We chase pain. We chase numbing pain. We chase the idea of what we're supposed to live and whatever. And the truth lives inside of you in your spine. Right? So when you make peace with your truth which is your truth is different than my truth. Right. Right. When you make peace with that, then it creates the ease. Right. So that's when we truly are in coherence, we are in alignment. Right. So I know it's like kind of (laughs) deep. I love it. I love it. What do you want from Starbucks? No, I'm kidding. Ah. (laughs) But it's the truth. It's the truth. It's just the truth. And I know that there's a lot of seekers out there. And so we find one thing and we kind of like find some sort of pleasure in that. And then we keep going back to that thing. And we're not really checking in with the true sense of our own truth and our alignments. Right. 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 And so that's why I am able to work with a lot of the people who I work with Mm -hmm. because they need that real ability to understand the deepest, deepest, deepest truth and have somebody comfortable enough in themselves to be able to speak that truth in a very compassionate, loving way.
0: Yes.
1: Right. Because many people who I work with are very successful. Yeah. I was going to say, i got some high performers. I don't know them by (laughs) name, but I just heard. You've heard some stories of like, I'm Mm -hmm. going to da, 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 right? Like, yeah, flying out to blah, blah, blah. And the reason why is because we only can transcend ourselves and find that true harmony and alignment when we are in a safe space. Yeah. You cannot rest. No. When you are not
0: safe. Oh, God, that's the understatement of the year, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just, and I'm not a therapist, but I've had conversations with students before and I hear that in them. I hear that they, they can't find solace in anything. There's just no peace to be had anywhere. And I think to myself, oh my God, there's no safety anywhere for them. mm -hmm. And that's a lot, A, to admit to
1: yourself, but then B, to unpack, I think. Yeah, totally. So it's such a multi-layered kind of a situation and system and, and it's so beautiful, but that's definitely the soul journey and the soul purpose.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're running out of time. Okay. Sharon, Mm -hmm. I have two thoughts. One, I know we discussed this briefly off air, but at some point I was wondering if maybe we could do like a healing as a podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're going to put a fork in this and there's going to be a part two. That's the goal. Yeah because yeah. I want people to experience that as well. Myself too. I'm just very, very curious. I need to, it. <laughs> but to cap this off, I want to a thank you for your brilliant mind. Your downloads are <laughs> good luck, everyone. You need to sleep on this <laughs> podcast. So maybe play it now and then also play it again while you're sleeping. Let it just rest with your subconscious. But I have a little question, and this is not polished yeah. yet. I'm still working on this part, but I want to ask you, like, because I grew up listening to or watching rather the actor studio, and he would fire off these rapid questions at the end. Love, love, okay? love. So I just want to do it with you. Okay, okay. So you're just going to say the word or phrase or whatever that comes to mind when I
1: say happy. So when you say happy, I think temporary.
0: Oh, shit. Of course you would, Sharon.
1: Oh, man. Healthy. Your greatest gift to God. Oh. oh, i have chilled. <laughs> Wealthy. Abundant.
0: Mm. Wisdom.
1: Lived. Oh. Free. Fully expressed.
0: No, my. Not- <laughs> I just get so nervous. I'm like, what are people gonna say? Do they have an answer? Do they have it? those were perfect. <laughs> oh, sure. Good luck to everybody else has to answer those questions. Just kidding. You're so fabulous. Okay. To wrap this up, please tell us a, where we can find you. If there's anything that you want to share, if there's any special, anything that you want to offer our guests, or even first of all, her books right here. Can you see it? Y'all look Look how pretty she is. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sale on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Thank you. I'm up. Yeah. Should double check. But sorry, go ahead. Anything that you want to share with our friends?
1: First, I just feel like I've had this nagging. So when I was getting those like five different things at the same time, like one of the things that is this now is the time. This year is the time to live in your truth and truth comes in many, many different levels and shades, but now is the time to really become the vessel of truth. And that is what we are supposed to be doing right now. Right? And everything else will come. It always does. So whatever it is that you identify as, as in professionally and otherwise, however it is, wherever you are on your own journey, how many layers of spackle you've put, on the wall or whatever it is have the faith to take just a step to show more of yourself Mm. so i just wanted to say that little ditty
0: i double down on that i fully support it
1: yeah more of you so people can find me on Instagram at SharonGeneland.com. I'm on tickety Talk. I just kind of started, I started the page a little while ago, but like just started like posting um, the past few months and it's so much fun. It is. Having a lot of fun and LinkedIn, you know, all of the social media outlets, of course, my website, Sharongeneland.com. I have lots of free goodies, actually. So if you're interested in and in just kind of getting a little bit more, right? I know for some people this might be overfacing. This might feel like, you know, a fire hose of information, like you said, and whatever, but you didn't say it that way, but like I got it that way. So there are some things that you can do. And one of the best things that you can do in your journey of being able to show more of yourself is to create and be that safe vessel. Mm-hmm. right so yeah. to regulate your vagus nerve is to help to work with that physical spiritual and causal plane to become more aligned right so i have something called a vagus nerve reset that you can get for free so if they i'll give you the link to my stand store and it has a couple of different free things okay Amazing. so so that's one thing and i i just wish for everyone to become a greater safer vessel and that to get out of activation right dysregulation is a sign of health. However, our bodies don't necessarily know, and we don't necessarily know how to come out of that dysregulation because survival has been our reality for most of our lives. Right. So I definitely want to offer that and would love for people to experience that. I also have a free meditation, which is a grounding and body awareness meditation. And I'd love that to send that out. And I do also have some Other products that are for sale, you know, a masterclass on increasing your intuition that breaks things down in a much more easy to digest form. And I will give a special code to you. What is it? Shock y'all?
0: Shock Shock and y'all. Shock shock and and y'all.
1: So I'm going to create a discount code for people who want to, if they want to purchase the increase your intuition masterclass, and I'll create that. Perfect. We could just do shock. Maybe
0: that's better than the whole
1: We'll have a way that they can get in touch with me and that, that they can Perfect. get that discount code. Okay. I love um, it. I love questions. I love engaging. So if anybody has any questions, I'm so, so happy. And if anybody is called to read my book or get my book, yes. I love feedback. So like, Y'all, this is a different
0: kind of book. I'm just saying it's not what you're expecting. Even the title, you're like, oh, the healer's journey. And then you open it up and you get into about chapter one and you're like, huh, <laughs> we're on a new ride. And it's incredible. And I highly recommend it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, like I, the way that I wrote the book is I really didn't want this to be a book about Sharon Land, right? I didn't want this to be about like my story and blah, blah, blah. So what I did was I just kind of like threw people into parts of my life, which are all true. And so they could see behind my eyes and experience Maybe things that they had a deeper knowing of, but they never actually were able to awaken things that they could discover or see that they themselves felt or tasted or whatever. Right. And to really speak on things that aren't always so easy to speak on and that it helps to awaken their own life's journey up until this point. And they can then discover the own healer inside of themselves. And I, in a world where everything is so packaged down to like easy three steps, just do these three steps and you'll be fine. Or like, you know, whatever it is, like it walks you through and you feel complete, but at the same time, it opens the door for more. Yeah. Right. So
0: I it's walk- a perspective shift. That's the way I, yeah. when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my God, there's a perspective shift. It's like, you get a little gateway and you open it up. Yeah. Go yeah. Yeah
1: it is digestible for anyone so people who this is all very new can read it and yes. like it's a powerful story but people who are further along and even i'd say you know in their greatest and highest are going to see all of the layers right of the cosmic numerology the spiritual connection the messages from the universe like yes. the greater sense of existence and that kind of thing so that being said any feedback's great feedback i get tickled all of the time, I think I sent you a picture of you know somebody. Just, yes. I know who read the book. They had all of these post-it notes on all of the pages. Hundreds of post-it. You know, whatever of a two hundred and whatever page book of like hundreds of post-it notes.
0: It was magical.
1: So for me, that's so meaningful. And coming from my perspective, I lived a life where it was really hard to be the focus of anything. So I'm not at all looking to be the focus, but at the same time, like. I'm grateful to know when it happens that me sharing and healing as I have to get to this point, to be able to speak my truth has helped you or not in that way, right? right? That's agitated something or whatever. So please reach out if you do end up getting the book and read it. I love it.
0: Well, I thank you so much. I adore you as a person. I adore this time with you and you're the best, Sharon.
1: Oh, I love you. I'm so grateful for I you. you. I best of luck on this podcast and everybody. Like, hold on to hold me. on,
0: and also part two is coming. Part two is coming. Oh my god,
1: I can't wait. That's going to be next level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next okay. level. That's it. We love you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Shocking Y'all today. My guest Sharon Land is a legend. That was like a masterclass. Did you hear my dog? That was a masterclass in your soul's purpose versus your soul's path. And maybe you need to listen to it again. I feel like I need to just to digest everything she said. At any rate, check her website out. Grab her book, The Healer's Journey. Grab my book, Yoked. They're both on Amazon. You could get a little tag team deal. Thumbs up. I love it. All right. I appreciate you. I will see you next time. Okay. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to shockin' y'all today. This is a passion project like no other and it wouldn't be possible without your support. Please like, download, follow, share, which sounds like a lot, so maybe just one of those will suffice. Please check out my online programming at sweatandstillness.com. Grab a copy of my best-selling children's book, Yoked on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I hope you gathered plenty of light nuggets and personal downloads from today's episode. I will see you next time. Okay, I love you. Bye.